I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris. I'm Amanda. I'm Matthew. Here with you to, for our first of our four-part uh, time travel theme. Uh, got a lot of exciting episodes coming up. You guys excited? I am excited. I was excited, and I will be excited. And then you'll go back and be excited again. Yes, because that's how time travel works. <laughs> um, so yeah, this month uh, we've got four time travel themed episodes. Uh, this week we are doing The City on the Edge of Forever, uh, the classic Star Trek episode, one of the, considered one of the best mm-hmm. Star Trek episodes of all time. Uh, we'll then be going to uh, The Next Generation and doing Yesterday's Enterprise, which kind of is a reverse of the time travel thing because it's actually a ship coming forward in time instead of back in time. And then from here is where it all starts to go downhill. <laughs> yeah, we get the good two episodes while we're getting drunk. And then when we are drunk, we've got Deep Space Nine's Trial and Tribulations, which... Actually, I have fond memories of that episode watching it when I was younger. No, yeah, that's a good one. It's the last one that's really a bad one. Uh, and then we finally um, break into Enterprise for the first time uh, with an episode called Carpenter Street. So, Aren't we also doing uh, the original series for the first time, too? We are. Yeah, yeah, actually, I guess this is the first time we're doing the original series. So, uh, yeah, we're finally uh, increasing the breadth of our scope. You say finally. It's episode two. Well, it's actually episode five, Matt. We, it's our second recording session, but episode five. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, what we do is is we listen, we record four episodes at a time. Uh, the entire time, we're drinking and getting drunker. Uh, so, at the beginning of the month... The, aka this episode uh we're still pretty sober we are like we call impulse power because we still have all of our impulse control um sort of we've been we kind of <laughs> been doing some uh pre-gaming we went back in time and drank some before we started the show uh, uh and then as as the month goes on we will get drunker and drunker until carpenter street at which point we'll probably hopefully be around warp factor or drunk factor nine uh, we encourage you, the best way to listen to it is to play this alongside the episode. That way the gaps were actually interested in the episode and not talking are less awkward for you. Also, if you are of age, by all means, drink along with us. Yes, please. In fact, that's encouraged. It'll make us come off a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> but please drink responsibly. Yes. Don't be, do as we say, not as we do. Um, <laughs> so what we're going to do here in just a second, we'll say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, uh, you can either pause the podcast and start the episode, you know, pretty much start the episode when we say engage, I guess is the thing. It doesn't need to be perfect, but that way we'll be right along with us. So Remember you, how you said we were going to make the introduction shorter? Yeah. <laughs> Editing. 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 <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, shall we get started? Sure. All right. Three, two, one. Engage. <laughs> All right. Oh, I guess we. Uh, Netflix has the HD remastered uh, Star Treks because it actually looks really good. That opening shot. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Netflix, but we are watching this on Netflix. Netflix, if you're listening, please endorse us. Netflix, <laughs> if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> oh man, this is. Prime shaky cam. Prime, prime shaky. I, uh, 
I just love the like the big flashing red light in the center console. Just <laughs> <laughs> I like how bad here. Whenever it changed, they're just like, Ooh, oh no, they're. I like how now. tight William Jenner's <laughs> pants are. Yeah, no, he's oh R.I.P. Leonard Nimoy. R.I.P. Most of the cast, sadly. <laughs> Actually, it's only Leonard Nimoy. No, oh, I guess Scotty Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, there's three. And, yeah. The fourth trailer is drawn too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spock doesn't give a fuck about no dead crew members. He's like <laughs> science. <laughs> also, I never, I never realized just quite how short the skirts were in the original series. Oh yeah. Um, I ordered the teal. Yeah. And I am making a uh, a dress from the original series right now, and I have become all too familiar with how short <laughs> it is. Wait, is Sulu wearing uh, eyeshadow? Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, he's wearing awesome. blue Why eyeshadow. wouldn't he be? Because Sulu's the best. <laughs> I love that. Oh, great man. Grin. That was creepy. <laughs> oh, snap. Sick burn, bone. Sick burn. <laughs> I don't tell you how to fly the ship. Don't tell me how to do medicine, Jim. <laughs> Oh, I guess we should tell you, say what this week's shot is. Um, it is, I'm calling it the back in time shot because once we taste it, we'll want to go back in time before we did it and stop ourselves from drinking it. Uh, it's pretty much a hodgepodge of rums with some banana liqueur, Sprite, and cranberry juice. <laughs> Except Matt and I, I forgot to put the cranberry juice in. See, what McCoy did there was a rookie mistake. You never know. hold the needle pointing in. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I, what was in that needle? That's what I wanted. Okay, <laughs> Leonard's having a bad trip. Someone, <laughs> somebody, somebody drank the Kool Aid. Why is this guy coming to duty in his bathroom? I feel like That's we a need great a short round of applause for DeForest Kelly's performance. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's time uh, to shot. the moment we dreaded. Open All right. shot. <laughs> well, let's boldly get drunker, folks. I don't want to. Cheers. Don't wanna. <laughs> oh, no. That is. Thankfully, I swallowed it before I tasted it, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, and while the credits are going, everybody want to describe. Actually, the aftertaste is a lot better. Yeah. Everybody want to describe what they're drinking this week in addition to our shots? I'm just having Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard over there? Uh, I am having uh, Jack Daniels Blackjack and Coke. By Jack and Coke. I'm actually just having Jack Daniels and Coke. I've got a bottle of Jack Daniels, which is about a quarter empty already, and um, <laughs> a two liter of Coke. I'm just going to be mixing them liberally together uh, as the night goes on. One of the things I really like about Next Generation is everybody in the cast is in the opening credits. Yeah. yeah. Well, the main cast. <laughs> Why did he have a hundred times that amount put in the right? syringe? <laughs> also, that should kill him. <laughs> what kind of drug is this? It's some sort of weird future drug that you can't overdose on. It's just heroin, Chris. It's just it's just- <laughs> <laughs> oh God, look at him! <laughs> I like. I, I wonder, like the sweatiness. Like, is that just? They probably messed his face. He just slap his ass. <laughs> he just judo chop that guy. The guy in his bathrobe just got judo chop. Judo chop. <laughs> <laughs>
So. <laughs> so what kind of dr- <laughs> so so the drug okay the drug the drug takes Sulu out of his like coma it makes him like wide awake and happy and it gives McCoy like paranoid delusions heroin Chris it's, yeah. so it's heroin yeah doubtless. well heroin's a downer I'm guessing it's just meth I'm thinking it's space oh, meth yeah. space meth <laughs> Sulu Space meth, not even once. <laughs> McCoy's in the heart of it, and for some reason, McCoy's getting a little randy on that drug. <laughs> well, he's always a little randy, I think. It's... Yeah, it's emphasizing that. Well, that's a huge weight team. That's three red shirts. Oh, oh one of them's Scotty. One of them's Scotty. Well, one of them's Yohora, so. No, there's four. <laughs> Yes, yeah. four red shirts. Yeah. Well, she's a red skirt. Red skirt. <laughs> it, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh man, I. What? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say right now. Oh goodness. I have I mean, to say, whenever I see them start walking, I'm just like, no, don't, go back, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, what an iconic set piece, like the, yeah. time, the time travel portal here. Um, mm-hmm. The space anus? Space anus? I always thought it was a space side, but <laughs> <laughs> space anus also, also totally works. Star Trek, directed by David Krogenberg. <laughs> oh, God, Star Trek, directed by David Krogenberg would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thirty-minute scene of of Kirk fucking a scar somewhere. I'd watch it. <laughs> I broke Matt with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you need to watch more Cronenberg. <laughs> a lot of it involves scar fucking. <laughs> By the way, if you had any pretenses that Drunk Truck was a family show, <laughs> hopefully those have been quickly dispelled. <laughs> I'm going to drink more and hope that memory fades. <laughs> oh my god, if, I have so many movies to show you, Matt. <laughs> he just pops up from behind the wall. It's all shady. <laughs> she walks past and he pops up a second later. <laughs> uh, like, where was the tricorder on that? Oh, the space anus talks. It's a neat trick. <laughs> <laughs> what does God need with a starship? Kirk, I think, is wondering, like, can I fuck this? <laughs> it looks a little large, but I can make it work. <laughs> I can make this work. <laughs> Holy space anus? <laughs> Spock's like, oh no, he didn't. <laughs> hey, look, it's just <laughs> if, he, if these red shirts even spent like half a minute looking, they would totally find McCoy. <laughs> I love that apparently, like McCoy is just like drugged out enough to be like crazy, but like still like savvy enough to hide. Yeah, he's just playing hide and go seek. 
I I also like that the city and the edge of forever really into like ionic like Greek columns. Yeah. Ooh. It's interesting how that's you know universal constant, right? Yeah. The space anus is expelling some gas right now. <laughs> These Behold, are pretty bitchy special effects, <laughs> Your c- culture has many instances of stock footage. That Go, for pres- Go for it, Go for it! You have you phasers. All right, they've got phasers. Set to stun. There's five of them. <laughs> and uh, a Vulcan neck bench. There okay. goes the neck bench. So clearly, this can't be bad. He's going to be fine. That guy has a huge belt. Do they all have that belt? <laughs> have sex with it. Oh my god! I I thought that the Kirk like like enunciation was kind of a like a myth, but he's really just proving it this episode. What? what wait! 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 They're I talking about going pausing. back in time to prevent McCoy from overdosing himself. Yes, that seems like the most menial reason for time travel. <laughs> it's like we just can, we, lock him up and let him, him detox. <laughs> I think they should just lock him up and let him detox. It'd be great. Hey. Just like Kirk in a, in a Star Trek bed, like a baby crawling on the ceiling. Hey, hey, let's risk ruining <laughs> space and time itself just so that he doesn't have to go through detox. Jesus Christ. He's got like a space boner for this. <laughs> he does only have a space boner for this. Also, I love how they don't show any like uh, Earth oh, history oh, like oh. after 1966. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that looks black on and his white face? only. His face is getting all spotty. What? <laughs> you idiots, you fucking idiots. Da da da. And he's gone. Also, did you guys notice the Parthenon in the background? <laughs> this oh, is yeah. apparently, apparently the city of Ninja Forever is in Greece. <laughs> That's where I'd put it. <laughs> so he went back in time, is what you're saying. <laughs> Did you turn it off and turn it on again? <laughs> you know, you know uh, as an IT professional, that is half my job is asking people if they've turned <laughs> it off and back on again. So the thing is, is most of the time they have it, and most of the time that works. So pretty much, they're just forcing <laughs> them to go back in time for kicks. Well, no, you see, drugged up McCoy, fucked it up, now we have to go back and fix it. Oh, right, right, right. But wouldn't these guys all disappear, too? Uh, it's probably some sort of a loop around it. <laughs> like a plot loop. Like a plot loop. <laughs> Forming a hole, a hole of some sort. <laughs> well, I, as, you can, as you can see on the screen here in a second... You know, would it ruin my joke show? <laughs> like, don't cut back to the, sit, the the device now. The stars. Wait, is he still due to Captain's log without a ship? He, he said there's no star yes. date. So essentially, this is the Quantum Leap episode. I love Quantum Leap. 
It's all barbaric. So yeah. any point. Yeah. Ooh, go on the boats. I like that the guardian's like, yeah, I'll show you those images again, but I won't tell you which one he jumped through. <laughs> Fuck y'all. What you should do is just wait five minutes in between each of you and jump through. That's right. There's nothing going to go wrong there. I love how McCoy picked the most boring time to jump into. <laughs> you mean the most economically to repro- reproduce in a 1960s space show budget? Yes. Yeah, you have a hard time finding McCoy. I have, hun- I have a hunch it'll all work out, though, like in the next 40 minutes or so. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if it didn't, though? <laughs> if the rest of the Star Trek was just set in some alternate fucking universe <laughs> where shit happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my question is, is Spock. 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 Knows that the city of Edge of Forever is here, and that it can travel anywhere in space and time. But in the Star Trek films, the new ones, he doesn't use this device to go back and like stop Vulcan from being destroyed by Nero. He has respect for the space-time continuum, unlike James Kirk. Unlike, yeah, don't know. But I mean, if you're going back and fucking something up so bad, I mean, he clearly, obviously, is willing to go back and fix it. He didn't suggest going back in time to stop an overdose, though. No, that's, that's true. It takes a special kind of idiot to go and suggest going back in time to stop an overdose. Way to be self-conscious, Spock. Just embrace yourself. You're beautiful. You're beautiful just the way you are. You probably should have thought Let's about that. Get a hat. Back in time. That's fine. We'll just trim your ears, Spock. Or a hat. <laughs> Sorry, they're just a prosthetic anyway, Jim. <laughs> Steal that guy's hat. <laughs> Still, like everyone's wearing a hat. It's just like you could mug any of them. You phasers, just do it. <laughs> or that guy's hat. <laughs> I do have to say, though, like, 60 Shatner has a nice ass. Mm-hmm. That um, they're already ridiculously attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's steal those pants. I bet you they fit us perfectly. It's like somebody bought them especially for us. <laughs> Instead, right now, we're just going to steal from the poor and keep it. We'll send them some space money. Yes. Space bucks. Do you accept gold press latinum? Somewhere inside that window, a young Harry S. Truman is about to miss his job interview because his clothes were just stolen. (laughs) You've done fucked up now. Run! Run, Jim, run! Whoa! Whoa! 
Christ, James Kirk. What the fuck? <laughs> Having killer cheekbone does not make one Chinese. You know those Chinese with their pointed ears? Chris, don't go. Don't go there. I have to say, though, I have to say, I do enjoy that they actually, um, they just they just knocked the police officer unconscious in front of a crowd of people. <laughs> I do like that they actually showed, like, you know, I feel like in most shows, like, they'd steal the clothing, it wouldn't be a big deal. I like that they actually got sure. stopped by a cop. <laughs> the terrible, terrible excuse for this. <laughs> also, is it just me or does um, the sound stage representing 1940s San Francisco look really small? I like how that's probably the same alleyway they were just in. Yeah. Judging from the fact that they went around a very tiny corner that was one <laughs> building and into an alleyway. <laughs> I'm not nearly drunk enough for this. <laughs> it changed. Do it. Well, it totally reminds me, we never did establish what we're drinking or extra shots to. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we're going to need it, Chris. <laughs> Wow. He's, who knew wow. that James Kirk was a lumbersexual? <laughs> that is... You know, I'd love this if Spock didn't have any pants on right now. And sh- <laughs> just the shirt. You know, they had to change clothes anyway. It's a perfect opportunity for a quickie. <laughs> Fanfic at your leisure, folks. <laughs> Kirk and Spock, the original slash fiction. Also, who tucks in a plaid shirt? 1930s, Chris. 1930s. I think it's weird that they're tucking in their shirts at all, considering that they don't tuck anything in. In, in the, the future. future? Yeah. That's... <laughs> oh, snap. Engineering, not logic. God, Jim, get it right. <laughs> eyebrows. I like I like that they're bickering like an old couple. <laughs> the only proper response is eyebrows. <laughs> We've broken into your house and stolen your clothing. Someone else's clothing. <laughs> I was hoping the people breaking into my house would be slightly attractive. <laughs> I'm just gonna see where this goes. Um, burglars, could you turn around? And let me see that ass. Mm. <laughs> also, are we they were just naked gonna leave their 22nd century uniforms in the basement? Where is their 22nd century uniforms? Where's their tricorder? Yeah, he had a tricorder. <laughs> luckily, luckily Dude, they I'm found from space. They luckily found like the nicest person on the planet. Oh, chest hair, Spock. Very nice. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> Unlike William Waxed Shatner, Spock actually rocks some chest hair. Spock! <laughs> He's Chinese. God, no. <laughs> no. Obviously. I'm Edith Keeler. I'll be the love interest and tragic death in this episode. 
Spoilers. Bro. <laughs> Spock, you don't mind if I dally around in this little wimish. <laughs> so, Spock, uh, I was wondering if you could make yourself scarce. Or, like, this, is this, is how, this is how Jim Kirk became his own great-great-great-grandfather. <laughs> Literally, when the brain's attacked. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fantastic. Look at these hobos, Spock. (laughs) You can tell they're hobos because their clothes are all ripped. And they wear hats. Like you, Spock. His hat looks a little anachronistic. Did they have, like, wool? They probably had wool stocking caps in the 30s. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they did, but... It definitely looks it's like It's something some... about the way it's made. It doesn't look like handmade. Yeah. Or like old machine made. It looks like fairly, fairly new. God damn it. <laughs> 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 You know, I want to hit that. You know, I, I've actually heard uh, a couple arguments in defense of Kirk's feminism. That, like, I mean, yes, he's, sure. he sleeps around, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he's much into consent and um, and uh, actually very generally respects women in most of his encounters with them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Everyone has their needs, even space captains. You think you know? You think Kirk? You think he's like the womanizer? Captain, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. But the fact that he told that guy who was just objectifying Edith Keeler to shut up so he could listen to what she was saying, I think it's a point in Kirk's favor. Yeah, except he probably doesn't want to listen to what she's saying. <laughs> I, I applaud telling him to shut up because he obviously is not approving of that. But I think a little bit of it is because he wants to hit that and not listen to this trippy guy being like, "Oh yeah, that's hot." <laughs> well, no, he definitely wants to hit that. That's totally wants to hit. That's that. for sure. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the episode. It has everything to do with the... Junk factor. Junk factor. <laughs> the first woman I found in this century. I'm totally into it. It's like, Spock, you've ever had ninth or 20th century sex? Apparently, they still use their penises back in the 20th century. <laughs> How quaint. Oh, man. If that was true, all the Star Trek fanfiction that currently exists is so wrong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so wrong indeed. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> Matt, I'd be really interested in hearing your comment. Her eyes are like really gray. Cool. Yeah, they're super green. Tons of soft focus on her. Mm. So we know that he likes her. Yeah, that's right. The tons of soft spoke focus on Spock as well. <laughs> so we know. Hey, it's, a, it's, a, it's the fisherman from. Um, <laughs> I was going to say an old prospector, but what? <laughs> from camps. Wait, do we know what uh, city they're in? San Francisco. Did they say that? 
I don't think they I do. We just actually. assume it's San Francisco. I, I just assume it's San Francisco. It's usually San Francisco. It's almost always San Francisco. Oh, there's his tricorder. He's uh, he's he's messing with it, with it with a butter knife. <laughs> Kirk in my money, I'm home. <laughs> Where did Kirk get the money? Was he out on the corner? That lady hired them. Get them a five or six pounds of platinum. That doesn't seem like a small block. I mean, when you can replicate it in the future, you have no idea what small. Captain, if you like it, you need to put a ring on it. I would like some platinum for my ring, Captain. Sick 1940s burn again. <laughs> so, what is your guys' um, favorite time travel episode? Well, Chris, we did try to pick them out and schedule it for yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't necessarily pick my favorites out for tonight. I just well, picked... which ones are the one, your favorites that we didn't back? Well, I really like. Um, Time Zero. The, yeah, that's probably uh, oh, yeah. my favorite, too. Well, yeah, so that's one of the ones that we talked it, about, but it's it was just a goofy. Part. It's just goofy yeah. and great. Mark Twain yes. in a fucking Star Trek episode. I mean, also Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Just also sort of goofy fun. Computer. It's <laughs> one of my earliest memories is Strahdy picking up the freaking mouse and talking into it. <laughs> the, best part, the best part is, is, okay, so when I watched that you know, in the 90s, and the you know it's like okay that's just silly that he's talking to the mouse. Now it's like oh he just thinks it has Siri installed. He's only off by like by like fifteen years or twenty <laughs> years or whatever, thirty years. Uh, <laughs> but still, like he's like oh yeah this is back when they had those like virtual assistants. It's an <laughs> Apple computer. <laughs> Apple Siri picks up the mouse. No, uh, my Amazon TV has um, first off its Siri is named Alexa, which bothers me because it's too close to what very many people are named nowadays yeah and it's i i hate it i don't like talking to things <laughs> now they're stealing an old clockmaker's tools <laughs> also when did what does Bach learn how to like pick locks maybe that's something they teach in vulcan academy i uh or, or or are we meant to assume that because he has pointy ears that he's really good at space That combination lock that they just looked at really looks like one I could just draw out to Walgreens and buy right now. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you think they had those kind of combination locks back I in don't the think 30s? they did. I think back in those days... Budget. They, budget, yeah. <laughs> oh, they do have like the coal furnace, though. Mm-hmm. My ha- my house actually still has a coal. Well, still has the bricked over remnants of what used to be a coal chute because it was originally. Ooh, cool! Fascinating. Oh, I. I <laughs> Let's try these Chinese. I'm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> He's just smoldering. He's just like, just gonna smolder until she's up stopping. Captain, I think she's on to our relationship. <laughs> Captain, permission to engage in a threesome. 
No, nobody. Okay. <laughs> it's getting a little hot in here. I'm gonna. I have to say, I've never been one for shipping uh, Spock and Kirk, but that's because when I was younger, I had the biggest crush on Spock. So I was, I was like, "Don't try to ruin my chances." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I be honest, um, I always, I was always a Sulu person myself. Ooh. Sulu. That's Who can like blame you, 1940s third base. 1930s third base. <laughs> oh shit! He's a captain. We were seamen together. <laughs> but um. We were dishonorably discharged for I'm making a my feelings for you from the 1940s. <laughs> also, I like that the store's rent for rent for $15 a month. Yep. Ooh, groceries and meats. Ooh. <laughs> what do I make a grocery store? How do we make it look like a grocery store? Put a bunch of cans in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, look. Look in the store. There's like nothing behind the display. Shelf, one shelf for the wall. And of nothing. more cans. <laughs> of more cans. <laughs> cans, cans, and more cans. <laughs> they couldn't name it that, though, because the MFI was something else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're definitely in San Francisco. Oh, no, wait, is it? No, yeah. that's not the Golden Gate Bridge. Is that the Brooklyn Bridge? Uh, yeah, I think they're in New York. Oh, oh. that could be. Uh, so I guess our assumption that they were in San Francisco was wrong. Your assumption. Oh, fine. <laughs> Put it on me. Oh, snap. So, what? Why Spock? are you on the computer? What? What is this device and how does it work? <laughs> what it's are you a, even doing? Well, aside from being a plot bullshit device. I, I was just going to say, it's a plot device, Matt. It works by showing relevant <laughs> information for the plot. <laughs> Wow, Spock's a genius. Also, I like to think that McCoy... I'm even goes, more attracted to him than I was when I was six. <laughs> I mean, he did all this with tubes and blinky lights. <laughs> Vacuum tubes and blinking Christmas lights. Christmas lights. <laughs> I'd like to think that even in the prime timeline, that Edith Teller dies from McCoy going back and killing her a, a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> a werewolf? A werewolf, yeah, like... Like, this whatever drug overdose he's on turns him into a werewolf. That's very creative, Chris. <laughs> I, I detected a hint of patronization in that, in that compliment. That quote-unquote compliment. <laughs> also, I think I might be a little ahead on the drunk factor than normal. You are. I wish I slowed you down before we started. Fuck it. Oh no, the blinky Christmas lights are gone. My future tube device. Super bad. It was on fire, Jim. <laughs> that happens all, all the time on the ship. It doesn't seem to affect anything. It slows them down for like a few hours. And thinking, you know, thousands and thousands of years in the future. I hope slow them down like, for even longer. I hope that Kevin Kirk takes that like antique bureau with him. That chest of drawers there behind him is just like, oh, this is good. I'm just thinking he needs to keep those pants. <laughs> also, I just realized something. Do they have any idea how they're going to get back nope. to the future? No. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier, too. Like, everything just closes behind them. And just like, hmm? Hmm? Not even concerned for a second. 
Like the first thing, if I went through a portal and realized there's no portal back, I'd be like, well, fuck. What yeah, are you right? Doing now? They're like, oh, figure out when it comes to it. <laughs> Either way, I found someone to bang, so not a total loss. Buck's like, but yeah, but it's not, it's not socially acceptable for us to bang in this timeline. Girl's like, eh. <laughs> The real McCoy. <sighs> He's on space, space meth, Jim. He could do anything. <laughs> he could not even be around here. Yeah, yeah that's true. They, <laughs> he they have, have no- nothing to do with anything. It could be that creepy dude you're talking to at dinner. That's a great point. Yeah, I guess, like, how did they know that Edith Keller doesn't die in their timeline? Well, that's the thing, is they're saying they're not sure if she's supposed to die or not supposed to die. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. They just know that whatever it is, McCoy fucks it up. Pony! <laughs> Milkman. Why is the pony going without anyone in there? This episode brought to you by Winden Dairy Farm. <laughs> Winden Dairy Farm. Bring you milk and milk accessories since, since 1930. <laughs> 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 yeah, I actually used to have a milkman. Uh... Like in the early two thousands, I, I had did too. I had milk delivery. Did you have Oberweiss? Oberweiss, yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> and then I couldn't afford it. Anymore. I see a flaw in this whole milk delivery plan. Oh shit! Here comes McCoy to stop that milk theft. <laughs> this guy. Holy shit! <laughs> Why does? Dude, close the milk and go away. <laughs> oh my god, this is actually kind of fantastic. It's going be great if the guy puts the milk down, just like, I just swore off milk, man. <laughs> no more milk for me. No, oh, there the it milk. goes. Oh, hey, Amanda, you can't cry. No, don't milk. even do it. Also, look at his face. That's totally the, <laughs> look at look at look at McCoy's face. That's totally the side effects of space meth. That oh, is space meth spots. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, keep waiting. Someday, speaking <laughs> of life. Well, we live a little Sadly, bit, we baby. missed out on that 1990 World War III that set everything in the right direction. <laughs> uh, so we need to go back in time and create um, create Khan? Because Khan was the one that did the World War III. Yeah, we need to start eugenics in like the 1970s, right? The <laughs> eugenics wars in World War III were different. Well, yeah. Well, the eugenics war, yeah, was the 90s. That was Khan. Like 97. Oh, was it? The far future of 1997. Earth. Oh, fuck. Why is my face like this? I do love DeForest Kelly. He he actually is probably my favorite original series cast member. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, don't be wrong. Seconded. Why lo- did he just lo- grab that guy? Love Spock. Have the host for Sulu. But, like, DeForest Kelly is just a fucking boss. (laughs) I love Space Beth McCoy. (laughs) 
So I have to say though, in the um, in the new films, I feel like Carl Urban really does channel the force. He Kelly does very. Totally. Well. He does a very good impression, totally. imp- impersonation of him. I met Carl Urban at Wizard World Chicago last year. I'm jealous. lucky. He's perfect. I love yeah. him. Yeah, he also is the best Judge Dredd ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, given his only competition is Stallone. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Funny thing, the guy in front of me in line uh, for the pictures was like six, six, five, six, six. He was huge. So a normal sized guy. He, no, 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 no. Like taller than <laughs> not, me. Not if you're a Hollywood actor. As I say, I say, it's, yeah, Hollywood. For those, like, of, for those of you at home, Matt and no, I, are, no, Matt and so I are both like six no, foot five, six this foot six. Guy, this guy was taller than my brother, who was six eight. So he had to have been at okay. least seven foot. Okay, Holy seven. shit! So okay. he was he was freakishly tall. Yeah. So, and so he goes over to stand next to him to take <laughs> Great, a picture. Now a street bum in the 1930s and has Carl a phaser. Carl Urban goes up on his tiptoes so he doesn't look as short next to him. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> shoots himself in the face. I was going to say, if he looks himself, if he like points at his face and shoots it. Do it. I'll do it. Do it. Or does he self-destruct himself? Wait, what just happened? Did he know. like? I think he just self-destructed the phaser <laughs> and like vaporized himself. So maybe what's wrong with the timeline is that that guy died. Maybe. Maybe. No, it's just some bum. Who cares, right? Uh, the universe. That the universe. bum went on to marry and father children who would become the descendant of Bill Clinton. <laughs> the descendants of Bill Clinton. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm going to drink some more. <laughs> anyway, fun fact, I don't trust anybody taller than me, so. I don't trust anybody shorter than me. Because if you're taller than me, that's just not natural, so I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very tall people here. You got to let her die, Jim. <laughs> I mean, you saw the newspaper article. Well, Please know whether to use protection it. or not. Hit it, then quit it, hit it permanently. Then, hit it, then permanently. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, looks at his coach, like, okay, she's going to die tomorrow. Hey, we need to use a condom tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Also, wow. Space meth, not even once. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> Yeah, he does. Space math. I, I like that he could have apparently gone anywhere in the world, but no, he's like at the same fucking restaurant as Kirk and McCoy. Or Kirk and Spock. Apparently she was important enough that the, Spock the Wheel of Time focused on her for like a minute and a half. <laughs> I always love those coincidences in TV shows where somebody walks off camera. And, and then like, it's night. No, he, she wasn't just like, hey, this guy in some weird clothes came and showed up. Uh, I noticed that you guys are from the future, and you presumably had weird clothes that you had to switch out. <laughs> Do you want to maybe look at yeah, this guy hey, and see hey, if you have any idea what's going on? clothes matched weird clothes that you left surreptitiously in my basement that you didn't think I'd noticed, but I totally noticed because it was my basement. <laughs> and so, yeah, <laughs> this guy who's clearly on space meth. I don't know what space meth is, but... I don't if know there, what meth is. But if there was a space meth... I'm not even sure what space is. <laughs> but this is... I don't, they don't think they even had meth in the 30s, did they? They didn't. Meth's a new thing. <laughs> I like the little... 
Edith Keeler. The peace movement. Oh, man, I wish there was a real peace. Okay, well, at least now you know you have to keep her alive. Have rockets. Two rockets. Light their penises. <laughs> so they've narrowed it down very quickly to this one. Oh, person. they kept her from dying? He kept her from dying? Yeah, she's, yes. so she's supposed to, to die. die. She's supposed to die, yeah. But how did she have anything to do with the fucking peace movement if she died in like two days? Well, that's the thing is if she lives, she founds this peace movement. If she doesn't, then history as normal happens. Uh. But apparently the peace movement stops Starfleet from happening. Well, because all those military budgets is how all that military shit gets made. I mean, the first warp drive was in a nuclear missile. So Zephyr yeah. Cochran, first contact. I get what you're. I get what you're laying down here, Chris. <laughs> Are you sponging what I'm spilling? Yes. <laughs> dum dum dum. Sorry, my mind was starting to try to figure out exactly what year this was and what it might have had to do with the uh, Vietnam peace movement. <laughs> That's what my brain was. A little yeah. early there, by about seventy years. So McCoy is in the same forty years. house. No, as I Kirk mean the episode Spock. itself. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> So McCoy, McCoy's in the same house as Kirk and Spock, but they somehow don't know it. Yep. This is guy. It looks like he's on something. I don't know how to explain we it. Got, Maybe like uh, space. They map? really did a good job of making McCoy look like shit. <laughs> look at. <laughs> at least he's starting to come back to himself. <laughs> He totally just did some elevator eyes on her, too. He's just, like, taking in the whole package. He's like, okay. Oh, it's in the 20s. A little earlier than we thought. I'm on Team Bones. Team Bones. I'd ride Bones Bone. Yes. Please. <laughs> Damn it, Edith. I'm a surgeon, not a psychiatrist. <laughs> Say James Church. Edith Keeler is unimpressed by this. <laughs> oh snap! You are far too soft focused to be a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Space math. Not even once. <laughs> Stock footage of New York City. <laughs> Edith, I heard you talking to um <laughs> You should have let her fall, Jim. You should have let her fall. God damn it, Jim. <laughs> Oh, and then they start making out because it's nineteen twenties making out. Yeah, well, I mean, she kissed. They got to like fourth base in nineteen twenties bases. Yes, as I said, yes with the, <laughs> the microphone like five feet away from my face. <laughs> 
Sorry, you have you have more important things to do, like drink to make things better. It's still pretty good. It's a solid episode. Oh, actually, it's a great episode. I think the only ridiculous thing was the initial uh, temporal loop. Yeah, well, not a loop. It's not a loop. Well, also, I think the. Uh, <laughs> but and then uh, <laughs> the space meth makeup is a little silly. And McCoy is just hiding under the planet. It was really ridiculous. But we'll get back to that when we learn what we learn on the show tonight. Oh man, what did I learn? I need to start thinking about. That. Yeah, I need to start thinking about what we learned. Uh, what I learned is Leonard Nimoy looks pretty fucking awesome in the pea coat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> She's like, I was just downstairs talking to the Kirk and Spock, my new friends from the future. You wouldn't happen to know them, would you? No, the space must run away. Yeah, he's actually, I say that he looks looks pretty in pretty good shape. What is is that velour? Is that what their costumes are made out of? <laughs> Sweet uh. velour. <sighs> Looks nice, though. It's the material of the future. Don't you know that, Chris? Velour. Velour. I know off the top of my head is that for the TNG costume, um, they used a fabric and then they turned it the wrong way in order to make it look the way it does. (laughs) I think the TNG costumes originally were just spandex. (laughs) Again, material of the future... A Clark Gable movie. No, you don't. He's from the future. He doesn't know. It's very distracting every time they cut back to her and she's so soft focused. I right? know. It's, it's, it's weird. And then, like, and then they cut away and like it's in sharp focus whenever anybody else is on the screen. I mean, it probably wasn't as obnoxious when it was airing, but. Some things were never meant to be seen in HD. No. <laughs> but I gotta say, the, the rejiggered space effects are pretty great. Kirk, you just stopped her from getting into a car <laughs> accident, you God asshole! Damn it, Kirk. God damn it! <laughs> 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 Also, die! Don't, don't, don't cross the street without me looking. I want to save your life. <laughs> no, he wants her to die. <laughs> Uh-oh. They start kissing and hugging and kissing some more. Wait, did you say shit? said, no, Jim. Oh, I didn't expect that to happen so quickly. Just hug it out, Jim. Hug it out. We got this, bro. We got this. I thought I'd never feel you again, Leonard. I could have been a contender, Jim. Could have been a contender. We've been plotting her death for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, sort of emotional, like leaning against something but not trying to cry. Hey, we're back in the. So how do they get back? No, they just, what? Uh, what they just... And they're in their uniforms again? Yeah, I... I 
they did. I really wish they would have addressed that. <laughs> yeah, I was very curious. Oh, it was done. The portal opens and we walk through. The guardian's like, "Yes, your blood sacrifices sated me. You may return to your own time." <laughs> well, that would be amazing if he was an old god of some kind. <laughs> Tentacles reach out through the portal. Go boldly, Kirk. Ia ia, Fatagan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never come back despite the huge potential of having a device such as this. Actually, uh, I think in canon it's um, forbidden. No one's allowed to go back to this yeah. planet. It is, actually. They are, Well, I don't know if it's canon. That's addressed in the novel Imzadi. Yeah. The, the Next Generation novel. R- written by Harlan Ellison. What, what? Harlan Ellison. Oh, and so we've made it through our very first episode of Star Trek, the original series. I mean, granted, we couldn't have really picked a much better episode to start off on. No, that's that's sort of the the, the classic one, isn't it? Yeah. So um, (sighs) I guess the big question is, is what did we learn on the show today? Amanda, what did you learn? Today I learned that sometimes if you love someone, you have to let them go in order to save space and time itself. Matt? I've learned that if you're going to go back in time to try and fix something that's wrong, make sure it's more important than a drug overdose. Yep. Space meth. Space meth. Not, Not even, even once. once. You just, you just, I, you, you, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to ask me what I learned in the show today and I was going to say space meth. Not even once. But now I can't do that. Now can I? It's already the catchphrase. You need to come up with something new. (laughs) Oh, I have to come up with something new? (laughs) Well, I've learned that with the the appropriate amount of blinking lights and vacuum tubes, you can see newspaper articles from the future. Ooh, I learned that apparently they... Another thing. Apparently they had those Christmas lights that blinked off and on. Yeah. uh, Back in the 60s. I did not know that. I've also learned that... that was a fairly new thing. Yeah, I've also learned that Kirk was lumbersexual. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we learned a lot. A whole lot. We learned a whole lot. All right. Well, that does it for another episode of Drunk Trek. We'll be back next week with the uh, Star Trek Next Generation episode, Yesterday's Enterprise. Bye. All right. All right bye. <laughs> Until then, to drunkenly go where none have gone before. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs>